Welcome to the Renovating Australia podcast, where we'll take you on site with industry leaders, experts, and everyday people who've mastered DIY or are just giving it a go. If you're starting a renovation, building a new house, or just looking for some inspo, we've got you covered. Before we get started, everything we talk about on this podcast is general in nature and does not take into account your own personal situation. If you're looking to get advice, please seek the help of a licensed financial advisor or professional consultant. So let's renovate Australia. So today on the podcast, we have Ewan Ramsey, the founder and principal at Ramsey Property Wealth. We'll talk to Ewan about the impact of COVID, what a mortgage broker is and how they can help you. We'll also talk about strategies to build your own property portfolio and wealth along with some helpful tips on how to smash your mortgage and reduce your debt. Hello, guys, and welcome back to the Renovating Australia podcast. I'm Katie Cordery, and I'm here with my co-host, Alicia Chapman. Hey, guys. Good to be back. Yes, we're back on the potty. Today, we're actually joined by a very special guest. We have Ewan Ramsey with us, who is the principal of Ramsey Property Wealth. Good morning. Hey, good morning. How are you? Good. Really good. How are you going? Yeah, good for a Saturday morning. For yeah. A, yeah. Feeling good. So today, we sort of wanted to introduce you guys to Ewan and what he does. I think it's a very valuable conversation today because a lot of people don't really know what a broker does and how they can help you with your either your renovation journey or getting into property and all of that sort of stuff. So we're going to cover off on a few things today, but I'd like to hand the mic over to you. Where did this all begin for you? Yeah, that's a good question. So (laughs) realistically, it's probably been a lifetime goal, a lifetime journey, but it's something that, you know, I guess over the last 14 years, I've acquired a lot of experience both in the finance space and property space, Mm -hmm. really getting to understand all the ins and outs of renovating properties, building properties, constructing new homes scratch but also understanding I guess the other side of the coin of how do you actually finance these things how do you put them together and uh, that's ultimately brought us to the junction of what I would call my my yin and my yang which is the two things that I guess I'm most passionate about which is property and helping everyday Australians build wealth and property but also the other side of the coin of actually getting into the numbers and understanding the numbers and making those numbers work for you yeah nice and so have you always been in this space or where did I guess your journey start into yeah. becoming a broker? Yeah, that's a great question. But probably 14 years ago, I started in banking and finance. Probably even before that, I started in, in financing, you know, a lot of asset finance, cars and utilities right, and equipments right. and things and that side of the game. So that probably led to a, a journey of wanting to become more professional in that space and really getting an understanding around what clients are looking for, what they need and what's most important to them. I went through a journey getting into private and banking, where a re- private banking space where I really understood and uh, and got to know what are the key strategies of the people that are doing this for real, making mm-hmm. it their lifetime goal out of property and development and making money in property and really understanding the key things that are required. And so for me, that journey started as, you know, way back in my first house buying a little, what was it, it was a renovate that one. So yeah. you know, I bought it for 260 spent about 130 on it, spent every weekend, night of the week, pretty much coming home from yeah. work, painting, ripping, away. Painting, yeah, yeah. ripping down walls, putting the kitchen oh, in myself, thinking I'm, a, I'm just the ace renovator. <laughs> <laughs> and that was a two-year journey. I flipped that over and luckily sold that, made a nice little profit out of it, which mm-hmm. was great. But, you know, uh, that was a great little journey and that led me on the next, I guess, got the fire 
ignited in mm-hmm. property and renovating and, and then kicked into buying a property that had a larger block of land. Let's talk about how do we make some extra yield out of that. So we split the block, built a house on the back, renovated the one on the front. You know, sold the one on the front for pretty much what we bought it for. Wow. Happy days. And then the one on the back was pretty much cream and profit or what, yep. what, what I'd like to say, a bit of fat. So that's nice. So that was a cool little journey. And I guess maybe as time went on over that, as my experience both in finance, mm-hmm. uh, really understanding how to finance these deals, because if you get it wrong, it costs you a lot of money, which ultimately led me to doing multi-townhome developments mm-hmm. in that space. So yeah, pretty interesting journey over the last sort of 14 years, really. But yep. certainly in the last five years, that, that journey's really accelerated. Yeah, cool. I have seen your latest development of the Hamptons townhouses. Absolutely stunning. Who sort of influenced that style and Mm. design or how did the project unfold? Yeah. I think that particular project, you know, really came down to a passion and a vision that I had and, and then definitely backed up and supported by my wife. Yeah. She's just got impeccable taste. That will be a, be a pain in my backside yeah. sometimes, <laughs> but she has impeccable taste. So the concept of what we wanted to do in that particular project, we really wanted to set a record in that in that particular area mm-hmm. right, and, and really get a benchmark for a product that becomes synonymous with a premium product that's been delivered for an own occupier that, you know, we work on a guiding principle of what we've been doing around that. If, if this is something that I personally would want to live in. Yeah. So yeah. things like, you know, all those extra bits and pieces of the young professionals, we put things in there like built-in washer-dryer combos and things like, you know, Vintech wine fridges because mm-hmm. that's what I enjoy in life. And so if someone's walking into this home, I want them to feel like, well, I can see myself living in this property. Totally. So that's been a, probably a key message around that. We started with a vision of what we were looking for, what the buyer, what we knew the buyer was mm-hmm. looking for in that particular area. And the net result of that was that we got a suburb record price when we actually sold out on one of those townhomes so that was a that was a really nice reflection i guess of the work that we've done on it yeah mm-hmm. yeah and that's so cool that you've actually i think this is probably one of the first times that i've met someone who works in this space who actually walks the walk mm-hmm. and you know what we're all going through you know our pain points because you've done it before like that mm-hmm. puts you in such a unique position yeah thank you yeah it's been a labor of love so one of the things i'm most passionate about is helping Helping clients ultimately do what we've done over the last four or five years and showing them how to do that. And so mm-hmm. that's sort of led us of where our business is at today. We're actually spending that time educating and I guess coaching and helping people every step of the process. Yeah. So let's take a deeper dive into exactly what a broker does and how you could help someone, whether it be acquiring a property or doing renovations or anything in that space. Yeah, cool. So look, our business is really focused on helping whether it be a first home buyer or helping an aspiring property investor that wants to build you know long-term wealth in property what's a little bit different to us who i guess maybe a normal broker and even going to a bank so yes absolutely everyone's heard the term of mortgage brokers you know you go see a mortgage broker if you want to get a home loan and everyone knows that and there's good reasons why you deal with a mortgage broker versus going to the bank directly and i liken it to this it's like walking into one shop and one pair of shoes and that's where you get to select from when you go to a bank say it may be x bank or b bank you can only buy a bank's product yeah you can only buy B Bank's product. Is that product really in the best interest of your current situation or what you're doing? Not necessarily, because mm-hmm. they can only offer you B Bank product. They can't offer you B or A Bank product. Mm-hmm. So the advantage of a mortgage broker, quote unquote, is that we've got access to over 52 different lenders in the marketplace. Mm-hmm. We can put together deals that you've probably never heard of before. But more importantly, I think what's really important, more so now, particularly with COVID and you know all the things that are going on in life right now, yeah. is every bank has its own very unique set of rules. Yeah. And it's impossible for you to know what those rules 
yours are as an individual. You've been with A Bank forever. You've had it since you're a little kid, you know, and that's what your mum and dad have probably been with A Bank forever, and that's great. And you go into A Bank and you think you're the world's best customer, and they say, no, sorry, computer says no. Yeah. And you don't know why. So going to see a broker is going to enable you to actually sit down with them, get to understand your unique situation, your mm-hmm. unique set of circumstances, even right down to how, you know, what's going on with your income at the moment with COVID, you know, you stood down and you're on JobKeeper, how does that affect you, what does that yeah. look like? They can take all your negatives, I suppose, bundle them up and turn them into a positive, mm-hmm. and then put it with a bank that actually wants to buy your business because they have rules that are applicable to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cool. So, you and you do broking, but is there other services that you guys offer as well? I think we've done a little bit of research and can see that you do some other things. What are yeah. they? Yeah, excellent. So, we're really passionate uh, about our signature product, which is property portfolio plans. So, one of the big things that we really focus on, be it you be a first home buyer, that, you know, hey, I want to buy my first home, but, but do I buy new or do I buy existing? There's so much money in the marketplace at the moment about buying or building a brand new home, but mm-hmm. is that necessarily the right move for you? It could be that you're a first home buyer and you're like, hey, I'm living in Tenerife and you said I love my lifestyle but I can't afford to buy here. Mm-hmm. Cool. Have you heard about the ideas of rent vesting? Is that an idea that could work for you that gets you in the property market? So our property, our bespoke property portfolio plans and property plans that we put together for our clients are designed really that we can sit down and model out all the numbers for you. We can crunch out the scenarios for you and literally on paper the numbers will tell you what's the right thing that's for you. And most importantly, we're really focused on not just this particular transaction, but you know, where are you in 18 months from now? Where are you in 24 months from now? What do you actually want to achieve mm. after this? Yeah. And so our goal is about actually uh, working with clients that I guess have a vested interest in building long-term wealth and property, and they might go from a first home buyer to, okay, now that I've bought my first home new one, can you help me build a profitable investment portfolio because I don't know how or where to start. Yep. And so our portfolio plans are really targeting on that space where we do work with a lot of clients, both investors, upgraders, first home buyers, around doing that piece of work for them. And it sounds like you stay with those guys for their lifetime and their journey because I know for ourselves, we did get into a pattern where we just stuck with what we knew and we had our mortgage set and forget. And then we started talking to other people and they're like, oh, how much are you paying? So is that something that you proactively reach out to people on? Yeah, yeah, all the time. So, you know, to anyone that follows our stuff, we're always punching out content around articles and little tips on how you can get ahead in life. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of mortgage brokers out there are really focused on writing you alone and leaving you alone. You know, we quite often get that feedback. You know, I dealt with a mortgage broker. I don't know who he is. I haven't heard from him in over a year mm-hmm. sort of stuff. Whereas we're very proactive. Uh, every six months we're talking to our clients around what's next in your journey. Where are you up to? Last time we spoke, you said you wanted to buy this home. Then you're thinking about you wanted to rent that you want to improve your position and then you want to upgrade that home and maybe sell that one or keep, keep that one so we check in with you on that you know a lot and so you mentioned about the fact that it is a lifetime relationship you yeah know, our portfolio plans that we work with on clients our goal on that portfolio plan is to help you get six to eight investment properties over a 10-year period because Rome's not yeah, wow. in a day right yeah so I've got to do right by you. We're going to have a great relationship for 10 years. And if I get it wrong, then I guess we won't be friends anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sign us up. I'm ready. Yeah. <laughs> this sounds all great. Yeah, I'm just like, yeah. <laughs> where have you been the last few years? Okay. Okay. So we all know we're living in a pretty unique situation yeah. at the moment. Yeah. Living through COVID, we are currently recording and restrictions are starting to lift. Mm. So we're finding a little bit of normalcy in our lives and things are slowly getting back to normal. But how have you seen the market impacted from your side? Yeah, it's been an interesting one. For every downside, there's always an opportunity, and there's opportunity in the marketplace. Unfortunately, you know there has been a massive 
percentage of people that have been affected by COVID in one way or another. Mm -hmm. A lot of the clients that we're talking to, you know, someone in their household has been affected by COVID and that has an impact on on a client's financial well-being. And and one of the things we're really passionate about is actually improving a client's financial well-being. So we spent a lot of time actually getting to the degrees and going, okay, this is your current situation. How can we help you through this? I think that's really important. Mm -hmm. And so we've seen a real opportunity to help people, you know, improve their position. And a lot of people are looking at their finances right now, looking for ways to save money. How can I cut costs? How can I get that extra 200? And then when I've got it, what can I do with it to take advantage yeah. of the opportunities in the marketplace? But I guess on the flip side of that, there's a big percentage of the market that hasn't been affected mm. and they're seeing opportunity right now and they're going, how can I get involved? You know, yep. The government's throwing a lot of money at people right now to get in the property market, be it first home buyers, be it you know upgraders, people that may never have had the ability to buy the first home in a mm. location where they wanted to, they've got a unique opportunity where they can jump in and do that. Yeah. And so what are you seeing with clients or new clients coming on board? Are they interested in the new government stimulus or what are they sort of looking to do? Yeah. Is it mostly new builds or are we looking at renovations? Yeah, renovations have been a big thing. So there's a a big focus. I've been thinking just in the last two weeks, our team have had a lot of clients now going, hey, I want to run the numbers. So I've got a client right now that we're working on. He's in Manny West at the moment. He's had this property for a long time. He's just been a rental. Mm -hmm. And for a long time, he's been sitting there going, I'm just going to leave it. Then all of a sudden he's like, hey, hang on a minute, what if I actually renovate this and jack it up and put a double car garage underneath, turn it from a two bedroom to a five bedroom, what you what am I going to get for that? How much money am I going to spend on doing it? And then if I sell it, how much equity is going to come out of that? Now, yeah. we, we, we spent a bit of time putting that all together for him and this particular client, he's going to walk away with the best part of over a hundred grand profit after costs inside of a six month period on this property. So he's seen the stimulus, he's seen the opportunity mm. and that's before we even include any 25000 grant from the government so yeah. he's going to walk away with a really nice solid equity position which is going to be a springboard for him to actually continue growing and getting on the journey so mm-hmm. I, absolutely since the stimulus has come out there are people that are actively involved in property that are going new and how do we get involved yeah. how do we do this and can we get our approvals lined up and are you seeing lots of people miss out as well it's pretty exclusive this stimulus they've got out like i feel like it suits in a very niche market but what's your take on that have you seen a majority of people can take advantage of it? Yeah, the majority of people can. So, you know, if we talk about, I guess, the, the stimulus measures quickly, as a first home buyer right now, there's $65,000 in incentives available to you as a first home mm. buyer to go buy a house and build it. Why wouldn't you? You'd be crazy. There's never been such a great opportunity. If you talk about an existing homeowner that even ourselves, so my wife and I, we've got our property, we've been sitting on it, we've been doing plans for the last two years on this, on what will be the family home. And the stimulus all of a sudden we're like, hang on a minute, we can take advantage of that opportunity, let's get it in the bank. So it's the motivation that comes with it. Mm. It's the, I've been sitting on the sidelines working through the opportunities, but all of a sudden now there's an opportunity to grab some free money. Why wouldn't I do it? It's just crazy. Money's been, you know, it's cheaper than it's ever been. Mm. But again, it comes back to making sure that it's financially right for you. Yeah. You know, just because you can doesn't mean it's how you should. Yes, totally. I think that's the same for sort of our situation. Like I thought we would not be able to qualify for it but then after doing a few numbers I was like oh we actually could but for us we're in this tricky position of do we knock down our house and rebuild or do we renovate it so it's that fine line of do we go now or do we hold off Sounds like and you need one of our property portfolio. Yeah, right? <laughs> I think we do. Yeah, 
we can model that out for you. Yeah. We can give you option A, option B, and we mm. can show you the impact it'll actually have on your financial situation. And I'm a big believer that the numbers speak for themselves. Yeah. It will literally show you exactly what you should do. Yeah. Well, that sounds great. So you, you touched on before a concept called rent vesting. Can you explain to our listeners, I've heard it thrown around a lot, what is rent vesting? What does that mean to people? Yeah, so rent vesting is probably uh, something new. Uh, maybe it's a millennial phrase, maybe it's the smashed avocados and egg on toast <laughs> phrase. But, uh, like the best of everything. <laughs> it's the best of everything I want right now. But the rent vesting is really a concept that's actually pretty smart and can be financially smart. And it's the concept around renting a property, potentially living where you're currently living in an area where maybe you can't afford to buy, but you do, you, know, you want the lifestyle and the convenience, mm-hmm. or it's coast locale to work and those sorts of things. And it's the concept that you personally can rent a property but then go and invest in property and buy yourself an investment property in a location where you could afford. So, the, you know, I'll bring it back to that example that you might be living in an inner city location, happy days, you love Paddington, it rocks because it's got a great coffee culture, so I've heard, uh, <laughs> and, and you might like that particular area, you know what I mean? But as a first home buyer, you know, realistically, you know, being able to buy a home in that area is probably, you know, out mm-hmm. of your range. But it doesn't stop you from getting involved in the marketplace. And so the rent vesting concept enables you to be able to go buy a property, maybe for four fifty, five hundred that you can afford, in an area that still has all the key drivers. You know, it's got the population growth, it's got the employment opportunities, it's got all the infrastructure that's getting built in that area, in and around that area, right next door or close to train lines and those sorts of things. And so it's still going to achieve mm-hmm. the same thing. It's still going to grow, it's still going to go up, it's still going to get an improvement in property value and you're still going to be able to get great tenants and they're paying really good rent. It's still going to achieve the same thing, but it's going to enable you to actually stay perhaps where you're currently living. So pretty cool concept, perfectly legitimate. It's a really smart way of getting ahead. Yeah, right. And do you sort of steer people with those decisions as well? Like what suburbs they should be looking at, what you sort of suggest? Or is it more sort of the numbers that you'll give advice on? Yeah, absolutely. So our property advice space really hones in on, number one, we'll build up a property plan for the client on the numbers. This is what the numbers are. This is the strategy that we're going to formulate. Mm-hmm. And I guess it comes back to renovating as well. You've got to have a clear strategy about what you're doing with a property, how you're getting in, what are you doing to it. Don't get emotional. How am I getting out of it? Yeah. Right? Really important. And so the numbers will do the same thing. So we were, when we hand over a portfolio plan or a property plan to a client, they can go find that property themselves. They can sit down with one of our property advisors and we'll actually do the research for them. And we'll find those properties in the locations that are hopefully below the medium price that have got really strong you know, historical growth. And they've got all the key drivers that we believe that are going to make that property improve over the short, mid and long term. Yeah, cool. I want to just touch on something. So this might be a bit personal for us, but we're not sure what to do. There's this government stimulus and there's also other things that are specific to us that's going on. If we decide not to go down that path with the government stimulus, what should we potentially do to just smash our mortgage for the next two years? What are your tips and tricks on trying to pay it off as quickly as possible. Yeah, cool. And I'm glad you raised that question. Helping people build wealth and property sometimes can be as simple as just owning my home mm. and not having any more debt to the bank. And that's perfectly okay. And it's a great goal to have. I have that goal personally. Your home also happens to be not very tax friendly to you. So to get rid of that debt as quick as possible is <laughs> okay. kind of handy. But there are some great tips and there's some really simple ones. You know, uh, number one is writing a budget. And you hear about that all the time, write a budget, but how do I write a budget? And the key is to identify the waste. You know, mm-hmm. if you can find yourself $100 a week extra or $50 a week extra, you should be putting it on your home loan. I call that accelerated repayment structures or accelerated repayment plans. And it's as simple as the bank says you've got to pay back $2,000 a month. Try and pay back 2500 a month. Mm-hmm. Focus on smashing down your home loan. Find those extra $50 a week, put it on your home loan. 
interest on home loan is compounding. So it's interest on interest, which means the debt just gets massive. Mm. If you can focus on reducing that debt as quickly as possible, I guess it brings it to the second point that the bank says you've got to make monthly repayments. You don't have to make monthly repayments. You can make weekly repayments. Mm -hmm. There's 52 weeks in the year. There's only 12 months in the year. And what that basically means is if you're paying weekly onto your home loan, you're actually having the maximum amount of money offsetting against your debt on the maximum period of time. So the interest is calculated on the daily outstanding balance. Yet the bank says, hey, you just pay monthly. Oh, cool. So you've got 30 days of debt hanging in the wind accumulating interest until you actually put any money on that. So just by paying weekly, you can actually shave years off your home loan. That's tip number two. The other thing that's really important, I've heard about redraws and offsets. Essentially, they're the same thing. But an offset is a great ability for you to have. You might have your bills account, you might have your car repairs account, you might have your electricity account, however you manage your finances. But if they're all linked up as an offset facility, mm. it means every single dollar that you have in your accounts is working to offset the interest on your home loan on a daily basis. It makes a massive difference. And the other thing I think that's really important to have a look at is the old trick of using a credit card. So a lot of people are like, oh, credit card's bad debt. You don't yeah. want a credit card. I haven't <laughs> got one yet. You haven't? <laughs> I do not have a credit card. Are you serious? Have you ever had one? No, never. Oh, this is new information. Yeah, I am a credit card girl. Am, yeah, I am interested in learning about them. I think cool. it's the fear of having a credit card and just... yeah. Tapping. Yeah, we have spoken about our love for designer handbags. <laughs> yeah, I got to stop buying stuff. <laughs> Block your ears, Charlie. <laughs> well, look, the credit card is a great tool, uh, mm -hmm. and it's about using the bank's money, not your money. So, you know, number one, primarily to use a credit card, most people realize that the banks will give you up to 55 days interest free on a credit card. Mm -hmm. Really simple. Which means you can use and spend the bank's money for 55 days interest free and not pay that. So that means every single dollar that you put in where you would normally be spending on your day-to-day -day living, put it on your credit card. Mm. At the end of the month, set up a repayment automatically from your home loan, pays out your credit card in full. Yeah. Simple little tip, don't pay interest on your credit card, you don't pay any late or overdues because it's already set up for you, mm -hmm. but it does mean that you've got 55 days of money sitting on your home loan over that period of time, reducing the interest that you're ultimately paying on it. Very simple tip. Keep in mind that you need to take into account your own personal financial situation yes. as to whether that's right for you. Yeah, wow. That's very powerful. Yeah, we love that. Fantastic. So last thing that we want to touch on is you mentioned at the start that you've done a few projects yourself. So what's been your favorite project that you've done? Do you have one? I can imagine they're all very different. Yeah, they're all very different. Yeah. Very different, very hard, very challenging, but also very rewarding. Yeah. It'd be hard to pick a favourite one. You know, the last one we did, Hampton Hills, that's a beautiful product mm. and, and I'm particularly proud of, you know, obviously the suburb record that we got in that particular property and, and everyone that walks through them, you know, just loves them. They're particularly proud of that. That particular project is probably the most challenging project I think I've ever done. Uh, it was certainly stepping it up another level, so much so that I'm not allowed to do another one for another oh. couple of years. <laughs> or about 12 yeah, months at least, I've been told, so that's the end of that. But definitely that was probably the most rewarding, given the challenges that have gone through, you had to overcome and work your way through it, and mm -hmm. even right down into the, the financing of that particular project. We started that project just in a you know, roundabout, or just before the Royal Commission. You know, yeah. Royal Commission, if everyone knows, you just couldn't borrow money. You yeah. know, the banks weren't lending any money, so you couldn't get the money to finance the project. You've already acquired the site, and have to work through those challenges around how am I going to do this thing and I'm particularly proud that we've got to the end and got a great result and we've actually been able to deliver on the strategy that we had when we started it in the first place so yeah, that would definitely be my uh, most rewarding one most, most challenging one definitely mm. and probably the one that's going to be the most sleepless night yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's always the way hey mm. definitely 
Amazing. Well, thank you so much, you all, for taking us through today. I think there's been some really valuable insight. We'll pop everything in the show notes, but where can people find you? Yeah, really simple. Uh, jump online, uh, www.raiseyourpropertywealth.com.au. You can jump on the Instagram, check out Spencer running around the office, being a bit crazy, seeing what we're up to every day. <laughs> and Spencer is your dog. <laughs> Spencer, yeah. the sausage dog, he's got to get a mention. Oh, he, uh, he gives out some great property advice uh, <laughs> and he's exceptionally good on the numbers. So if he doesn't like a deal, he'll tell you. Yeah. <laughs> Very good. Well, thank you so much for joining us. It's been amazing having you on and we'll talk to you soon. Awesome. Great talking, guys. Thanks very much. Thank you for tuning into today's episode. If you liked it, don't forget to hit subscribe and share the episode with your Reno friends. If you're looking for like-minded people, come and join us in our private Facebook group or follow us on the gram at renovating underscore Australia. See you next time.